Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This podcast is a series where we are digging into how other families in unique situations do their bedtime routine. Last week, Caitlin and Michael Alsop joined me to talk about how they do bedtime routine after sleep training and with two toddlers who are all at home with them as they also work from home together. This week is super special. I put a call out inside of the Little Z's Sleep Society, which is our membership platform where we help you keep making sleep a thing. Well, we have a community of over 700 moms. And I said, hey, would anybody be willing to talk with me if you are a solo parenting? Maybe this is a single mom. Maybe this is your husband or you work shift work, whatever it is. I want to talk to you. And we had three amazing moms reach out and say, yes, I want to share my story. So on this podcast episode, I need to give you a little preface about how this is going to work because it's very different from other episodes that we've released. We have Sarah Catherine and Lindsay, who are each going to share the unique story and their family life with us. And so we recorded these. These were all separate individual phone calls that I had with them, and we pieced them together. Thank you, Chad Campbell, my rock star husband who put this together. Piece them together in a way that covers three main topics. So you're going to hear Sarah, Catherine, and Lindsay talk about what is unique about their family and how their dads and how their husbands are in jobs and in trades that require them to be away from home. They're going to share tips about that they have for solo parenting. They're also going to walk through what their unique schedules and routine looks like for their family. Now, lastly, I don't think I really have to explicitly go into this because my audience is amazing, but I want to remind you that these are moms who have made the decision that are right for their family, and this is what they are doing. And that's why I had them on this podcast, because I know there are other solo parents out there who are wondering, well, what do I do? I love Becca's information. I've sleep trained my kid, but like, how can this apply to my life? That's why Sarah, Catherine, and Lindsay are here. And as much as I encourage you all to leave reviews and comments, just be mindful that these are great moms who have courageously joined me on the podcast to put their stories out there to the world. And that is what I love so much about our Little Z's families. They are doing what's right for their family. And what I love about my Little Z's audience out there is that you guys are hungry to see and to encourage and to support other moms in your journey. So enjoy this episode with Sarah, Catherine, and Lindsay and how they do bedtime routines and life as solo parents. Okay, so my husband is a detective, so he works um, a week of days, a week of evenings, and his weeks are not even Monday through Friday, so every week we're kind of dealing with um, either he's home at night or he's not home at night for a week at a time, and so when we first had my son, that was a really daunting feeling, my second son, I should say. Um, I have a, a toddler who's about to turn three, John, and then I have James, who is nine months. Um, so when we had my second, it was really daunting feeling like I had to put him to bed by myself, along with my toddler, who is not easily entertained, you know, um, while I'm sitting and nursing for long periods of time. So that was a really uh, daunting thought until we found little Z's and we figured out a plan for our evenings. And I have to say it 
goes extremely well now. It's bedtime is still so much fun. Um, and it's, of course, just gotten easier and easier as James, um, my nine-month-old, has gotten a little older. I'm from Minnesota, and Otto, my little one, he's almost 15 months, and my husband works on call for the railroad. So he's basically six days on, two, two days off. So when he's on, he's on 24-7. So he gets called in at like two o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night. It doesn't matter because the railroad's like, never on the same schedule. So it's usually me at home by myself. I have a 13 month old little boy, Charlie, and um, my husband and I do have a different schedule than most people. He is um, an emergency room nurse and he works one week on, one week off, and he is night shift. Um, and so, you know, for about a week at a time, dad is either at work during the night and evening time, or he's at home sleeping, preparing to go in for the next 12 hour shift. So it's been an interesting time in learning how to put Charlie to bed. And um, it's, I don't know, it's been wonderful. Yeah. You guys have been doing this for a while, um, especially probably, well, I'm assuming since Charlie was born, you've been doing this one week on, one week off yes. system. So I would love for you to share any suggestions, any uh, words of wisdom, anything you want to share with a parent who is going to maybe begin or they're looking at like, okay, I've got to start doing this solo. What kind of words of wisdom do you have for someone who's going to be doing bedtime solo? Um, I won't take credit for this because it's John's phrase that he used during those first three weeks with a newborn. Um, he like with Charlie's crying and we've done everything we can think of, you know, to help him and he's still crying. Um, and I'm sitting over there crying too. John looked at me and he said, Catherine, it'll be different in 20 minutes. Just get through 20 minutes. And like, there are those moments where in the, you know, in that moment, it feels overwhelming and you're like, what am I going to do? Or I'm by myself. Um, just take a minute and be like, it's going to be different in 20 minutes. And it's probably going to be better. <laughs> yeah. And just accept that. And accept that your house might not always be clean. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I wouldn't stress about it. It's not, it's just, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like, you just got to do it. It's just, and you got to not worry about making it perfect or anything like that. And if you can incorporate someone else into it, that's really nice too. But I mean. Right. Um. Definitely, um, you know, if you have a younger, you obviously have a younger child and an older child, if you're dealing with multiple kids, get the younger one down first um, and find something that works for your older child to keep them entertained for that little, little bit of time. And, you know, whether it's an iPad or they love books or they like to play with a special toy that they keep in their room, something that um, makes that time kind of meaningful and special for them. Um, you know, while you get to do your quick, um, you know, quick pop into the brother's room and then switch over to the other child, that it's definitely possible, even though it felt so daunting in the beginning, when we made those two changes, um, getting, his, getting the little one down first and, and finding something special to entertain his brother, that's when bedtime routine just got super smooth. Um, you know, so find, find something that works for your toddler and just keep it fun. Um, and you know, we try to keep the same routine when my husband's home. It's just a little easier because he does 
one after bath and I do the other after bath. Um, but yeah, so keep it, you know, somewhat the same. And those easy dinners are another huge one just to make your night go smoothly. When you do have um, dad involved in the bedtime routine, does he fight anybody there? Does he um, prefer having you? Is there any difference on a, you know, both of you guys there versus just one of you? Okay, so when my husband's home, I usually, that's a night that I can actually cook dinner. So that's a night that I have him play with him and I, I cook dinner, like actually make something fresh. And then he, um, he does bath time and I don't think he cares if it's him doing it or if I'm doing it, but I have him do bath time and then I have him do the book time. But I have noticed that I'll have him, I'll have my husband put him down in the crib, but we cannot walk out of the room at the same time. Like he's got to give his kisses, walk out of the room. Cause if we try to do it together, Otto will like scream bloody murder. Like he thinks that's the worst thing in the world for two people to walk out of the room on him. So, 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 I mean, it was a little bit of a, like a learning, learning process. So my husband will drop him off, give him his kisses, walk out, and then I'll wait for like a second and then do that. And then he's, he's completely fine. That's so funny. He like knows his routine. He just wants that. That's too funny. Yeah. So that kind of mimics what you do, which makes sense. So I mean, I know it always feels like, I mean, this is just our routine. This is what we do, but there are definitely people out there who are getting ready to transition to maybe doing this solo or just hearing how other people do routines is really helpful. Um, okay. Walk us through what is your afternoon, like late afternoon, evening time, dinner time routine like for you guys when it's just the three of you without daddy? Sure. So Ben will leave. Ben is my husband. He'll leave at about two in the afternoon, um, which is that weird time when, you know, people are either going down for the second nap, um, my nine month old, or, you know, my toddler used to be waking up from his uh, nap of the day and your day kind of feels like it's starting all over again. Um, so we would do a lot of free play inside. We do maybe one kind of structured activity. Um, I do stay at home with the boys so, um, you know, it's a long day for us together. So we try to plan some things out in the afternoon, but around four o'clock, I always take them outside. Um, it's, if it's cold, we just bundle up, you know, if it's warm outside, that's just a blessing. And we get outside, we go for wagon rides. Um, we invested in a play set in our backyard, I think over my son's first, uh, two years of birthdays and Christmases. <laughs> um, that's what he got for his birthday and Christmas was this big play set so that we are outside out there every afternoon um, because it is such an easy way to keep the boys entertained and calm when I'm with them by myself. So we go outside and around 5.15 we'll come in and um, that's my dinner prep time. And I have to say on the weeks when Ben is gone, it's either one of three things easiest dinner in the world, like we're talking SpaghettiOs <laughs> or mac and cheese um, and some fruit, or um, I've thought ahead and prepped a crock pot meal in the morning. So the crock pot meals are great because they get us through a couple, a couple days of, of the evening shift, um, my husband being gone. Um, or on a day when my husband's off, I prep a couple different dinners. Um, and just stick them in the fridge so I literally can pull them out in Tupperware and heat them up in the microwave. Because anyone, anyone who um, is single parenting at any point in time 
knows that dinner prep with little kids is just a time where they start to get antsy, they want to eat, they're screaming. <laughs> it has to be as easy as possible. I mean, we're talking 15 to 20 minutes is the max. And, you know, it's, it's important when I'm getting them both to bed on time. My boys do a seven to seven schedule. And I did have to adjust my toddler to that. He used to do 7.30 to 7.30. Um, but yeah, I wanted them to both kind of be in bed about the same time, which sounds crazy. Sometimes there's a 10 minute difference. Um, my toddler goes to bed at like 7.10, um, you know, but uh, it just was so great for me because I didn't have to go back downstairs and do a second bedtime routine with the toddler. So, so they're both on a seven to seven schedule. And um, so it's important that they eat about 5.30 every night so that we can fit everything in. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, we eat dinner together and um, those are our quick dinner nights. And then after dinner, um, they have a little bit of play while I clean up. Um, and then we start the bath at about 6.15 um, and they know when the bath water starts running, you know, that they've got a few more minutes. We start cleaning up the house, um, which is another little tip <laughs> I discovered as we went along was that I didn't want to come down after putting them to bed and pick up the entire downstairs. <laughs> so we pick up together and have that time of kind of transition to bath and 6.30, they're both in the bath together. Um, and when my son was younger, when James, um, my nine month old was younger, he'd just, you know, sit in the little bath chair and he was super easy. Now they're playing together. He's nine months and, um, you know, so they're really inner, the boys are really interacting. So their bath time is kind of fun for them and we keep it pretty energetic. Um, and then my toddler gets out first um, and we do a robe. He's got a special robe that he wears up to his bedroom. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really cute. He looks exactly like Macaulay Culkin, if you can picture that in Home Alone. Um, <laughs> That's so cute. You, he wears his robe upstairs so he's not cold, um, and he gets to do iPad time. Uh, so he gets out. I get my to or my uh, nine month old out and carry him up, obviously. Um, and my toddler comes up with us. Our our bathtub is downstairs, um, and my toddler gets to do iPad time for about ten, um, you know, ten to fifteen minutes. Fifteen was probably the max when my son was younger and he was nursing for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes before bed, um, that's when we really found that John, the toddler, could not entertain himself for 20 minutes in his room waiting for mommy to be done with bedtime routine with his brother. Um, it had to be something really special <laughs> um, and very entertaining for him that he doesn't ever get to have on his own. So the iPad was that thing. And we actually had, had talked to you about this um, because I would try to put, in the beginning, I would try to put my toddler down first and then the baby second. And we were just kind of, everyone was crying, fussing. We weren't getting that special one-on-one -on -one time together um, because we were all in the room at the same time. So switching it, putting the baby down first was huge for us. Yeah. So Thank you for that tip. The other tip you had given us was that iPad. Um, and I remember you saying, this is survival. <laughs> and it's very true. It's survival. I would never give him screen time just on a normal night. And he knows when daddy's home, he doesn't get that screen time. 
um, in his room. But he does get, you know, to watch a quick episode or a few minutes of that show, whatever he wants to watch in his room while I'm um, giving his brother a bottle and putting him down. And I will say now that James is nine months old, it only takes about 10 minutes to put him to bed. I mean, it's a quick bottle, um, you know, read a book, PJs, down in the bed, um, lights out. So it's really fast thanks to his sleep training that we've done. And, and then I get to go into John's room and we have, um, you know, we do his PJs and book time and we use the hatch light and his light does come on red for bedtime. So he knows it's time to turn the iPad off the minute mommy walks in the room. Um, and we did prep him a lot before, um, giving him the iPad and said, you know, when mommy comes in, it's, it's time to turn it off. Um, cause I can imagine some kids would probably freak out when mommy comes in and take away, takes away their show. So, you know, he, we've, we've kind of had to work with him and train him on that, that it goes off immediately and we stay consistent on that. Um, but it's a special thing to get to do for about 10, 15 minutes. And another thing we've done, I will say is, uh, we've made, you know, the nights when daddy is home and he doesn't have iPad really fun with dad. I mean, he gets special dad time. Dad puts him to bed and I put his brother to bed um, so that he doesn't kind of mourn the iPad on those weeks. <laughs> it's just as much fun. He doesn't even mention, you know, um, that little time in his room uh, because he's so distracted with having fun with dad during bedtime routine. So that's also been helpful. Okay, so bath time is 10 minutes. He loves it. I have him, he's got those crayons, those uh, bathtub crayons with, uh, which I highly suggest, unless you have a porcelain tub, do not use them. If you have, like, <laughs> if you have the, like, uh, I, what is that, fiberglass or, I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you have that, it washes off. He loves it. So we do bath time for 10 minutes and then I get him out of the bath and then we do lotion, brush your teeth, brush your hair, um, put, and then I take him into his room and I do the diaper, the jammies, put him in a sleep sack. And um, then we do three books based on time. I know that it's always like maybe like one book, but we always have a lot of time and he loves it. Like he loves the books. He's not really... I know that you suggest like going in the room and having like a little like one-on-one -on -one play time, but that's what he likes to do. So that's what we do. So, um, we do the three books and then I pick him up, I plop him in his crib and he's, I give him a couple sips of water and then I sing him his song, turn on his sound machine, walk over to the light, hit the light, give him a couple kisses, tell him night, night, love you, shut the door. And then he just sometimes goes to bed in the 10 to 15 minutes and sometimes does not, but he eventually falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but he does not need you to help him go to sleep. And that's like the, <laughs> no, he does not need me. He, uh, he's usually just in there playing with his stuffed animals for a little bit and then he falls asleep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very easy. It's, it's exactly what you, what you've taught us to do. So yeah, yeah. it's nice. And I, especially, you know, you talked about the one-on-one -on -one play time, like, yeah, sure. I talk about that. And I, I did a podcast or blog on this or something talking about how I don't do the one-on-one -on -one play time with our girls. Cause like, 
now we're all with our kids one-on-one -on -one all day long. So I don't really feel like that part is necessary right now. But if you're not having that time with your child, if you've been at work all day or something, you come home, then it's great. But if he likes to read books rather than play, like that's awesome. Lean into that and do that. That's great. So I try to make the most of naps since he's a great napper. And um, I'm not like... I'm not a huge meal planner or anything like that, but that morning I just kind of look at what we've got in the fridge and kind of just think through what he's going to be eating. And so that kind of helps me to quickly throw some food together if, if I'm not eating with him. Um, I try to eat with him most of the time, but until we went to this one nap schedule that we just transitioned to, he was eating earlier than we typically did um, for dinner specifically. Yeah. And so um, now we are mostly eating together in the evening, but, um, he, I bring together dinner for him and we try to sit down together as a family. And then, um, now we're taking our walks before dinner, but we usually walked around our neighborhood for a little while, came home, got dinner together and fed him. And then we begin our bedtime routine. Um, Charlie and I do. And so that gives me just a breather before we, you know, rush to get food and get him in bed. But by just doing that little bit of prep beforehand of thinking through what the meal is, I think it saves me some stress and I end up feeding him better food. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Instead of like in the moment crying 13 exactly. month old who's hangry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's important too. You know, he's, he's just 13 months old, but eating together and having that time, just you and him. That's yeah. so valuable. So I, I love that you do that. And then bedtime routine. Um, how does this maybe look different when it's just you and him? Um, when it's just us, I, after dinner, like after I get him cleaned up from that, I'll, I've got this little bin with different toys and things like that, that he can pull in and out. And I just kind of set him up in his room while I get together. Um, like, for example, one thing that's different is at bedtime, when it's just me, I don't typically do a full-on bath in the tub. Um, we try to do that, like, that last night when John's home, um, all together as a family. And we, we do it more throughout the week, too. But yeah. uh, most of the time during John's work week, um, I will just get warm water in, like, a Tupperware and do a quick bath on his changing table and make sure he's clean and wipe him down you know, serve that cue of, oh, this is different. We're getting ready for bed. Um, but yet not trying to fill a tub and watch him by myself and do all of that. So we just do a quick wipe down and then go into the rest of our routine. But that right there just saves me a good amount of time. So I usually start bedtime about five minutes later than I usually do because we're not having to fill a tub and have that playtime quite as much. Um, and kind of similar to what you shared on a previous, I think, podcast or post was I'm with Charlie almost all day long. And so all we do is play. <laughs> right. And so I've taken that out of my bedtime routine as well, because for him, it would just be like, oh, we're going back to normal. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, it, and I think that's a relief. I actually talked to a mom this morning on the phone about that because she was like, 
is it okay that we took that part out? Cause I'm with my kid all the time now. And I'm like, yes, that's okay. <laughs> you know, that's so important when, when maybe it's, um, you know, dad is back in the picture for the first bedtime. Great. Maybe, yeah. maybe they could have a little playtime, but at the same time, you know, that's not an absolute necessity if you yeah. have been pouring into your child all day. Yeah. And we're blessed with like when John is home on that off week. Um, I mean, besides doing life things and keeping up a house and stuff like that, we don't have too many obligations to be outside of home. And so during that off week, John and Charlie really get some good quality time together. Um, and that's wonderful. And that gives me a little bit of a breather <laughs> as well from a marathon of a week. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing more busy than a toddler boy. So mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. have boys. I share that with people. I'm like, I don't have boys, but I know, I know I've worked with them. They're, yeah. they're high energy. They're he, high needs. And part of that is he gets the sleep that he needs. And so yeah. when soon as he wakes up, he is ready to go. And he pretty much doesn't stop moving until he falls back asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, share with us a little bit. You said you guys did the four to five month program with him and how, explain how you decided and when you decided to get started as far as before. Um, sorry, my daughter's at the door and I'm like, you're good. I got distracted. All right. So you guys did the four to five month plan. So walk us through how you guys got started on that and when you decided to begin with dad around or dad not around. Yes. So, um, Charlie was about four and a half months old and I had been staying at home. I had quit my job just before he was born and I had gotten a new job offer and I was not sleeping. No, well, nobody was sleeping. And I knew that there was no way that I could start a new full-time job and continue along like we had been. Um, and so I was scouring the internet trying to find anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a nurse to sleep, co-sleeping, waking every two to three hours. I was like thrilled if we got three hours, baby. Um, and so I knew something had to change when I came across little Z and we did, I just, I honestly didn't even consult my husband. I was just like, I have to get this because something has to change. Yeah. Um, and he was not a believer when I showed him the information on, you know, Instagram and things like this, but he was very much just like, well, we can try it because it can't get much worse. <laughs> right. And so uh, that's what spurred us on for it. And we both sat down and watched your videos and read through all the material. And then we picked that second day of John being back with us during his off week to start the program and start sleep training. Gotcha. Okay. So having that, um, starting with him there and then obviously he then shifted into back to yes. his nights and, but by that time, you know, that second week is a lot different than the first yes. week. Yes, for sure. We, um, Charlie was ready to sleep. Like you talk about, like he was ready for it and we just didn't know how to teach him yet. And, um, literally by the third night, he was sleeping on his own in his room in his crib um and that third night he slept through without a feeding he he only woke up for a feeding one time and then he dropped his night feedings i never had to go back in there um and he did wonderfully we were anticipating you know weeks of 
crying and screaming and um which that's not at all the case um he cried a little bit the longest stretch we had was that first night and it was 20 minutes till he was asleep on his own in his crib yeah and we were shocked and the third night i remember john and i sat in our room which was now a baby free zone and sat and ate dinner in bed and watched a tv show together and john said are we in a hotel <laughs> like we thought we were by ourselves on vacation and because that's what it felt like after four and a half months <laughs> yes oh my gosh and it's so much cheaper than a hotel stay yes, <laughs> yes. This morning, cheaper than a hotel stay yes oh my goodness that is i love that because like that moment that's what I th I'm sure Charlie is so cute and wonderful. And yes, we're doing this for his benefit. But like the biggest thing that I want is what you just described. Yes. That's amazing. And then more so than that, the fact that you were the, you are the primary caretaker for yeah. uh, 14 out of 30 nights or something a, yeah. week, a month, you know, that's a big yes. deal on you. I hope that this was an encouraging episode to anyone out there who is doing this solo. I hope that you were able to get awesome suggestions and tips and encouragement. And if there's anything that you want to share with us about your journey, don't forget to share. Head on over to our website, littlezsleep.com slash podcast. Find this episode linked directly in the show notes. Come tell us in the comments what is unique about your family and how you do your routines. And always, if this was helpful, leave us a review here on the iTunes podcast app. We are excited about continuing to serve you each week. And next week is going to be really good. Y'all, I have two moms who are joining me to talk about their bedtime routines while their husbands are deployed. And I am excited for that episode. So we'll see you here next week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.